Sir, you look like you got a lot going on. And man, I understand. But you don't know how to get it off your chest. You don't know how to talk about it. You probably need somebody to guide you through it. So I tell you what, I'll go ahead and be first. I'll tell you some of my experiences and what I've walked through and what I've learned. And maybe you can connect with me and you'll get something out of it. So we're going to sit down and chop it up in this talk show called Man, I Understand. Redirection Direct Media Productions. Hey, welcome everybody to another edition of Man, I Understand. Have you ever come to the conclusion, especially during a divorce, or I've come to the conclusion, I have you come to the conclusion, I've come to the conclusion that during a divorce, now seeing as how I've been through two of, the, two of them, uh, that at some point or another, you're going to get angry. I've come to the conclusion that at some point or other that I got angry. And then I don't want to say anger is a part of the the mix in divorce. But when it's especially when you got kids in the mix, uh, mm, that fight or flight syndrome, fight or flight feeling seems to come up. So this is why this episode is called fight or flight. But before I get into the content for today, I don't know why my face is itching. But before I get into the content today. Make sure that you like us, subscribe uh, on all of the video platforms and listen to us on the uh, uh, audio platforms, which you'll be here this able to hear this on Spotify. And also we have two sponsors. We have Paxton Chiropractic and we also have Simply Delish. You'll be hearing more about them a little bit later on. But as I mentioned earlier today or today i mean <laughs> as i inch mentioned earlier this is going to be called fight or flight it's going to be kind of a culmination of all of the other four episodes and into what i've completely learned in this episode through the f- previous episodes if that makes any sense so in the first episode this is me two-time divorcee i discussed how you just basically my path of walking through divorce and i realized that during those two divorces only one with children um that there were times when i would just be angry and then there will also be times when i would um i don't want to say be reclusive but flight if you will just kind of go back into myself and that's when that led to the next uh the next episode, which was uh, uh, the man cave misery or not the man cave misery. What in the world? I call my second ep- episode. My second episode was uh, the right man cave at the wrong time. Well, I don't even know my own episodes. The right can't man cave at the wrong time. So in the first episode, I was angry at times talking about uh, what it was like to go through a divorce. Second episode represented the right man cave at the wrong time. That would be the flight where I would basically go into my own little cocoon. And I wanted to make sure that everybody understood that doesn't necessarily mean a man cave is just for the man, even though this is man, I understand there's she caves too. Women can do it as well. And so that would be what I would consider a, a, the actual flight part. Now for the first part, and yes, I have my notes here. 
I mean, I know if you're not watching this, you can't see it, but you can hear them. And on the first one, episode one, I had the brother moment. And the brother moment was to make sure that you talk it out. Talk it out. Find somebody to connect with. Talk it out. That's not the full uh, part of this fight or flight where I'm going to talk about more things that I learned that helped me through this. But that's just one of the brother moments. The second episode, which was the man cave one, <laughs> the man cave one. That's funny. The brother moment was to make sure that you learn empathy, learn empathy. I'm going to tell you where I learned that from a little bit later on. Now, in the third episode was divorce, prepare for battle, divorce, prepare for battle. Obviously, this episode talked a lot about the hardships, the animosity that came through divorce. Uh, and that would definitely be the fighting version of, uh, of divorce, uh, especially when you have children. And that was definitely not the easiest uh, part of the divorce because, you know, there's always going to be tempers flaring of some sort, some some way, shape or form. It's going to happen. Um, but the brother moment in that particular episode was nobody wins when you're fighting. No one. The, the kids don't win. You don't win. Uh, extended family doesn't win. No one wins when you're fighting. Uh, and again, I'll talk about where I kind of picked that up, uh, what I learned that from. And I'll preface this by saying I understand that, you know, some of you may be wondering where is his expertise. Again, I'm not an ologist. I have no degrees in this stuff. I did not study in some far place with people and, and people watching in sociology. I don't I didn't do all that. This is just me sitting down talking to you because you have walked through it in some form or fashion or you may be in the middle of it and you don't want to talk about it because you'll do like me you just don't want to talk about it but i'm here to talk about it first and maybe this will help you so again third episode divorce prepare for battle no one wins when you're fighting no one no one wins now, in the fourth episode, the kids man cave misery, I talked about the effects of the man cave or man caving or she caving on the kids and how essentially I didn't find out till later, um, sometime later, that that didn't really rear its ugly head until a while later that the kids had been affected by me separating from them, me not really separating, but me uh, cocooning myself from them, the flight portion. Um, there would be times when, you know, when things would occur in the fight segment that would lead to me wanting to go to the flight segment. Do you see what I did there? Where, uh, you know, I just didn't want to be bothered with anybody because that stuff is, is, is really emotionally taxing to have that type of animosity between your ex-spouse and the children's parent. It's just it just it just pulls on you. And so uh, I would feel like, OK, you know, I just got to go. I'm just going to go into my room, Shangri-La and be left alone. But that wasn't good because the brother moment. No one wins. Oh, I already said that. Ha ha ha. I already said that. I got to read my notes better. 
Because the brother moment, when it comes to your kids, you got to stay connected. When it comes to the people around you who are closest to you, you know, if you've got parents, stay connected. Don't disconnect from the people that love you the most. So stay connected. So the question that I'm sure you all have with these brother moments uh, is where did I come up with this stuff? Where, where did I where were these realizations? I mean, unless you do reflect reflecting, which, you know, I believe everybody should at some point or another. I pray. But some people you, you, you need to reflect in some form or fashion when you're going through a situation. You need to have some quiet time. You need to do something. But that's not where I really learned um, these things. Uh, it was something that I, I picked up uh, along the way doing something to overcome the fight or flight, which I'm going to tell you in a moment. But before I do, we need to pay some bills. So let's hear from our first sponsor, Simply Delish Catering. Sir, you've had a long day. And now you got to come home from work, take your kids to wherever they got to go, do all kinds of other events. But you're tired. And plus, you got to feed these kids. And you're like, I don't feel like cooking. And you don't even even know how to cook. You can barely boil a hot dog. So what do you do? You fall back onto fast food. And you know you don't want to do that. It's going to make the kids unhealthy, make you unhealthy. I tell you what, check out Simply Delish Catering. You can go to Facebook, it's S-I-M-P-L-Y space D-E-L-I-S-H on Facebook or on Instagram. See all the amazing pictures of food that can be prepared for you, pre-prepared. So all you have to do is reach in the refrigerator, pull it out, microwave it, you're done. You don't have to feel guilty about giving your kids uh, cheeseburgers again for the umpteenth time during the month. That's Simply Delish Catering, pre-made meals that are healthy. Reach her at 918-902-5517. That's 918-902-5517 for Simply Delish Catering. Get your pre-made meals and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Check it out. So go check out Simply Delish Catering. Uh, it'll definitely be something that'll help you going forward as you walk through your trying uh, times. So you want to know where I learned all this good stuff. I'm going to tell you where I learned it from. I learned it from counseling. That's right. Counseling. I know. I know. Some of y'all listen to this like, oh, man, I'm not doing no counseling for no touchy feely. Uh, talk about your feelings. That's that's just that's now, nah, man, that's that's girly stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Girly stuff. That's that's the way some of us Gen Xers and older think. Oh, that's just you know, women do that. Thing. Uh, and you know what? I'll be honest, even in the minority, the black, the African-American community, that's not a big thing to do either. Uh, to to go ahead and get counseling. It's just we don't do it. Well, I mean, least least not in my generation, you know, and older, not something that they, you especially talk about. But for me, and, and I'm going to give you basically three things that I did. So let me back up. Well, actually, four things that I did. So counseling is number one. Counseling is number one. And it's probably the biggest thing. It took me some time to finally come to the conclusion that I needed 
some help, y'all. I needed uh, something. What I was doing wasn't working, and I wasn't feeling good about anything. Just walking around and and always kind of tight. And as I moved into another relationship, uh, that's when thing I started to realize, man, something's not right. Something I'm not recovering, you know. And 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 I thought that, and I mentioned this in the previous episode. I thought that I knew air quotes knew how to handle. Uh, what I was going through, but I was wrong. I, I was, I was definitely wrong that, um, I didn't know how to handle what I was going through. So I had a couple of friends tell me, man, you, well, I had one friend in particular that said, you, you probably need to do it. Um, because that person was walking through cancer. And so, uh, they, they said, you, you, you've been through an injury, um, and you probably could stand to do it. Then, of course, my uh, lovely girlfriend, she encouraged me, you probably need to go through some counseling. So I did. I went through counseling uh, and I I, uh, found that it was very helpful. I learned a lot on counseling. Let me give you some statistics about why counseling is so important um, for for any man walking through a situation like this. An American Foundation for Suicide Prevention in 2018 did a study or provided information from a study where it found that men died by suicide 3.56 or 3.6 times more than women. Again, this is man. I understand. So I'm taking this from the man's perspective. The rate of suicide among persons who have divorced or are separated is usually 2.4 times greater than the rate of married people. Now, there was another t- statistic that said that men are m- nine times more likely to commit suicide over women, uh, the r- divorced men. Now, you, no, I was not suicidal, so let's just understand that. Um, but I'm not downplaying those that may feel that way. Um, I, I wanted to bring that fact up because I'm hoping that this will Read somebody who has had those thoughts that if you're you're contemplating, you're going through a divorce. It's nasty. Um, Seems like you're losing kids taken away from you, all that kind of stuff. If you're in the middle of it, uh, don't do it. Get counseling. Go ahead and get counseling. Even if you're not thinking about that uh, divorce, if 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 suicide is not on your mind, maybe you've had other thoughts of harming other people in that two-part situation if you know what i mean get counseling uh, or you just you're just not uh you just don't feel like you're thriving you feel off it's you know you're depressed basically you're not getting up in the morning wanting to go take on the day and now more and ever in this time of of, of life that we're in which would be covid uh you're feeling down and you're just having a hard time getting going you need to get counseling uh, you, you need to go get counseling. Now, I, a couple years ago, may not have been a huge proponent of it, but it definitely has helped me and given me some tools to walk through uh, these very hard situations. Basically, don't go through your your cycle of grief because separating from your children's spouse is basically a death. Um, so it's a death of a union of one 
in a marriage situation. So it, you do have to go through the grieving process. And so I would encourage you to get counseling. Now, there are uh, many different ways that you can go get it. Some of you may be starting off the top with the fact that, oh, it's too expensive. I can't I can't afford it. If you have an employer that has employee benefits, go through your employee resources group. That's some places called ERG, some places called I don't know what. But my employer, employer, they basically provided eight sessions, eight sessions of uh, counseling for free because I worked at that company because I work at that company. So I encourage you to go through the steps. I know, I know, man, I know, man, I understand. It's a lot of extra steps. You got to go online. You got to type and use your fingers because that's so hard to type and use your fingers. Uh, to try to find the right counselor, you got to call them, you got to set it up. And the thing about it is nowadays, you don't even have to go into an office. You you simply don't have to do it. You can just get on a phone and go through counseling. Um, that is so convenient. I went that route myself. Uh, it just get on the phone, call, talk it through. And, um, and they do, in my opinion, the, the counselors that I've talked with, they've done a fantastic job of first of all vetting out am I thinking about doing any harm against myself second of all uh, pulling out the feelings of of what is holding me back and what's holding me down and third giving me tools and to to make it through not just my emotions okay not just my emotions I'll get into that in a moment but you can also if like myself I'm a Christian Go to church. You can check with your church, your local church, see what they offer. And they may know of some services that will not be as, mm, let's see here, uh, astronomically costly as uh, counselors can be. I'm not deterring you, but hey, let's be real. They, they do cost some money. Uh, maybe there's some government sponsored um, counseling available in your area, some local government, something. Um, if you're a vet, there's uh, programs for vet veterans like myself. <clears throat> And then uh, friends, friends may be able to provide you referrals because you never know what friend has been through counseling. You know, <laughs> you may think that your friends are just perfect and whatnot. They may been like, yeah, I've been doing it for years. So don't knock your kids. And finally, dudes, men, don't forget your children. Do not forget your children. Your kids can also benefit from counseling as well. Of course, you can go and look it up and pay for counseling or whatnot, but use all those other items to find a counselor that works for you and your children. That's right. Look for help for your children as well. Man, Patrick, I could, I don't need to do that. Just put yourself aside, put your belief system aside about counselors don't help. Uh, but look for yourself. Now I will tell you this. I did take the advice of, of um, somebody that said, make sure that you do find the, the right counselor because some of them aren't going to fit you. Um, some of them, you know, in the case of a divorced dad, I, I've heard and read that some some counselors are more um, uh, they're more geared towards the other party uh, going through a divorce, and they may be somewhat demeaning, and they have a they see things through a, a glass a, a rose colored glass. Maybe they've walked through it and. and they're they're the the recipient of it, the female, and they they're mad at their ex husband, and so they may give you advice and 
talk to you about things that it's like, man, that's that doesn't seem to apply to me. And I don't like what you're saying. By all means, fire them and go to another one. Okay, it's all right. But find the counselor that works for you. I'll be honest with you. I think, in my opinion, using the phone may be a little bit easier because they can look at you and pass judgment, all that other stuff. But don't be afraid to look for counselor and don't be afraid to change counselors. Okay. now, before I go any further, I do believe it's time for another break. We are going to talk about one of my biggest, biggest reasons for remaining calm during the fight or flight segment. And that is my man, Dr. David Paxton. If you are a man with a neck that is just out of just crazy, you know, your your spine has decided that today is the day. It is refusing to do anything beyond turning. <laughs> I advise you to go see my man, Dr. David Paxton. He does a fantastic job of assessing you, first of all, without a whole bunch of poking and prodding, asking you, talking to you, assessing your spine, uh, finding where the issues are. I Many times I've walked in there, I didn't say nothing. I, he just will find it and press on it. And my eyes almost explode out of my head because he'll find exactly where the problem is and he will apply the pressure and fix it. And then the thing of it is, once you go through your payment options with him, usually he can do it on six month terms. You can come in whenever you want during the times he's open, which is Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, nine to noon, I think. And then two to or is it three to six, nine to nine to noon, three to six, Monday, Wednesdays and Friday. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's nine to two. So anytime within that period, Patrick can't always make it during the time. Well, it doesn't matter if you can't make it during the nine to five, then come in after five and he'll make sure it sees you. Yeah, it does get busy, but that's the beauty of it all. You can come in as many times as you need until you get your spine correct. So make sure that you check out Paxton Chiropractic. They are found at, he is found at 8929 South Memorial, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Suite 310. That's 8929 South Memorial, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Suite 310. Call him at 918-946-1464. That's 918-946-1464. Here are the things that I have learned through counseling. First of all, coping skills. Now, not just coping skills for myself, because that's important, yes, but coping skills with the soon-to-be ex or ex-spouse and family. And that's important because that's a lot of where that fight comes from is those people that are on the opposite side of you, you know, your your ex-spouse and her family. Uh, that That's where a lot of that comes from. You want to just go off on them. Go, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me let me take the ghetto out. Go off on them. Uh, and you just want to just, you know, you, you're angry. So I've learned and heard. Well, it's taken a lot of time to, to hear the same thing over and over again. Take the motion out. Take the motion out. So after the counselor listens and, and pulls out what's going on, starts talking about ways to take the motion out so that you can cope with the conversations, the interactions you have with that side of the family. 
something else that I learned was very, very beneficial for me. And that is create boundaries. Yes, create boundaries. Uh, I have had to learn that when you divorce the same mm, um, the same kind of ability for your ex-spouse to access is the word your ex-spouse should not have the same amount of access period now in some cases some of you all your ex-spouse just gone okay I got it in some cases you're like me where there's still a lot of connection and believe it or not I this is going to be hard to say believe it or not that's my fault because I didn't create boundaries and expectations and I was kind of allowing things to go along as they always have when we were married and we can't do that but that includes the kids uh this whole thing remember when I talked about in a couple of episodes that um men when you divorce uh men have to pick up the other side if the kids are with the mom or with you, you still have to pick up the other side that mom did. Well, how do I do that? Go listen to my episode before a couple of episodes before, uh, because think about it. Women, when they are single parents, they have to do the mom and the dad side. Same thing occurs with men. When you divorce, you got to do the And you got kids. You got to do the mom and the dad side. Period. You have to figure it out. Now, can you do it as well as mom? No. Hopefully mom is still in life like my the mother. of My children are uh, still in the kid's life. But you still got to pick them up. Still got to learn how to show them empathy and how to connect with them. Um, Have to pick up the slack in that area. But that still doesn't mean that the spouse, the ex-spouse, should have the same amount of access when you divorce. And I learned that through counseling. You got to set very clear boundaries of what's acceptable and what's not. And you know, maybe over time you have to pull those boundaries in or maybe you do it right away. Whatever the case may be, I've learned you got to set boundaries and they need to get closer and closer to you. Because if you're like me and you plan on moving on and having life with somebody else, uh, those boundaries have to eventually become something that, you know, you simply just can't get in. I mean, yeah, you still got kids and whatnot. And yeah, the kids still, uh, you know, come come first between you two. But um, the the marriage type of stuff uh-uh, can't do that anymore. But that's something I learned through through uh, uh, counseling. Also, co-parenting, co-parenting skills. Um, that man, I didn't know that counselors can actually be. You have premarital counseling. I know about that. You have uh, those that just help you in daily day to day. But I didn't know they have postmarital counselors. That help uh, divorcing couples walk through divorce. I didn't know that. But they do. Seek them out because they will help you and teach you and give you the tools in co-parenting. Because regardless of the issues that and the reasons that you're getting divorced, you still got to make sure your kids make it to adulthood. <laughs> still got to make sure that they survive. Okay. And then finally, I learned that you got to take care of yourself. You really have to take care of yourself. And I I know that's number one. I'm still on number one. I got three more to go. But and I spent a lot of time about counseling because those are that really, to me, was the first thing that helped me to get moving uh, past 
the divorce in a healthy way. Yeah, it's moving past it, but in a more healthier way. So now number two of four. First one was counseling. Number two is community. Now, again, I am a Christian, a disciple of Christ and trying to do my best to live right for the Lord. Uh, if you don't like it, well, you don't have to listen to my show. But mine is church. That's the start because I serve in uh, uh, in a ministry in the church. And then that because of that there was a couple of bonds, there's some some camaraderie with other men um, who happen to have kind of walked through some of the same things and all some of the things even worse. But having that to look forward to, not necessarily just like a group where you're sitting down talking, but something that we're doing something together, uh, having something to look forward to, because I believe once again, I'm not an ologist, but I believe that one of the the greatest ways for depression to take hold of a person is have nothing to do and just to be sitting in your house doing nothing if you have something to do where you're serving others in a positive way that helps keep the vo- keeps that uh, uh depression off of you this is just my opinion it helps you to get out of it just have something to do helping others so serving and helping others doing something for others in some sort of capacity but make sure it stays in balance you're not just out there killing yourself uh, trying to help others because then you're out of balance. Then everybody suffers. Your kids suffer. You suffer. Your ex-spouse suffers. Everybody suffers. So make sure you're doing this in uh, in some sort of balance. You could be a coach of some sort. Um, coach your kids little whatever it is. Um, nowadays, things have changed. You can't necessarily do it like you used to because of the COVID and CDC uh, stringent um, guidelines. But there's other things that you can do. Volunteer in some capacity. Volunteer with animals. I don't know. Uh, but find something to do with other people that pulls you out of uh, your funk. Get in community. That's number two. Number three, health and fitness. Health and fitness. I'm going to point this way or I don't know up where. I don't know where this thing's going. How about down? I'm going to make it appear down. I like to work out. <clears throat> I'm going to put it right there, right there. Old jocks rule. Yep, I can do a shameless plug of my own stuff because it's my own stuff. Old jocks rule. Hashtag old jocks rule. One word. I just do my little workout. Just do my little workout. Uh, Something I've been doing for a long, long time. Well over 20-something years. In the morning time, because that gives me the rest to do whatever I need to do. Especially with kids. They got stuff they need to do later on the day. So I do it before they wake up. That's been kind of my fallback. Uh, it's been working out. My co- well, That's another coping mechanism that I had already established uh, for years. But uh, if you are not healthy and you're going through this, you're not going to get healthier uh, if you don't focus on it. OK, you're probably going to get worse because then you're going to be eating all kind of crazy ways. Uh, you know, you're going to not eating some men just don't eat. I don't know who that is. Me. I like to eat I like food. But um, you need to be you need to be healthy when you're walking through these times. Make sure you're eating right. Uh, make sure you're getting some sort of exercise. I don't care if it's just a 30 minute walk, uh, but you can find I find that when I'm having that moment, you know, after, unfortunately, a fight, if you will, uh, not not a real fight, but some argument or disagreement, just getting out and walking or doing something or specifically exercise for me. You know, those natural endorphins, all that other stuff. It makes me feel better or it takes the energy out of me wanting to do something. You see what I'm saying? I'm wanting to fight. So 
check out old jocks rule man check out old jocks rule and uh there's t-shirts yes there are t-shirts uh because i can say that uh and then you know let me do me a favor you know if you're doing something and maybe you're not a huge worker out or maybe you're just a walker or something go ahead and do a quick video or a picture of you walking or whatever and hashtag old jocks rule so other men can see that man i understand what you're going through and you know if you're an old jockette because women can be jocks too same thing hashtag old jocks rule and you know see the community of people that are trying to walk through their situation as well finally number four self self again i'm a christian i like to pray and read scriptures uh and that's that's always another again something that's been a fallback but other things that i've kind of that the counseling kind of helped me understand as well um that i've kind of fallen into just the day-to-day uh this is talking specifically to men we are very goal-oriented uh we are we are very a and b there's no a to d to b there's a and b um you know we don't we, we're very black and white i'm black and white so staying on the path of got to work, got to take care of do the things for the kids, got to do things for the house, got to cut the lawn, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this forward. No side side thing. So got really caught up into that and have come to the realization that that is going to kill me. <laughs> uh, got to de-stress, man. Got to take care of yourself uh, beyond just uh, the, the minimal things that you do and that I've been doing. Uh, I, you know, maybe you can get a massage or, uh, go golfing, paint, sleep. Sleep is amazing. If you're sleeping too much, you might be depressed, but sleep, all things in moderation. But if you're, you know, getting up at 5 a.m. and going to bed at 2 a.m., you know, ah, that could be a problem. But, uh, you know, that goes back to my, my first one. Probably need to get counseling to help you walk through that. Um, but sleep rest is good for you but i found for myself i need a vacation i have not been on a vacation a real adult vacation in never i know you're probably like wait a minute you mean never it's been a long time um i can't remember a time where it was something that i planned for myself um, sure, I plan it with another person um, in the past, you know, spouse, but something that I just wanted to do uh, that I that I fully wanted to do. And so I encourage you all to plan a you want to do a vacation, <laughs> man. And even if it's a staycation, even if it's just to go to a local hotel and just stay there for a while, for a day or two, three, if that's all you can afford. Or drive somewhere um, f- just for a day or two, three. Whatever's within your range or your budget. Of course, don't disappear for a month and let your kids perish. But do something that you want to do. Not everybody else. You want to do. But Patrick, I feel guilty about my kids. What good are you to the kids if you're all wound up and, and trashed up inside and you've not um, de- decompressed. I don't know if that's the right word. You've not let some pressure off. Okay. People are going to down you. They're going to tell you, you should do it. You're always going to have those naysayers. Uh, 
but they're not in your shoes. They're not going through what you're going through until they go through what you're going through. Um, they can just hush. Okay. Um, you, you, it's okay. Allow yourself to take care of you. Don't do it all the time. Don't find yourself gone all day, every day and for weeks and on end, but you do something for you. And that for me was a vacation. So, so what the, the goal of that stuff is to make sure you don't blow a gasket. Cause a lot of reasons why there is that fight thing is because you're so just wound up inside and you've not released any pressure in a positive way. So make sure you do something for yourself, not just going and talking to your friends. Friends are great, but you, you still need to do something outside of them that fulfills you. I'll be honest with you. This right here fulfills me doing what I'm doing with this podcast or blog or whatever you want to call it. This fulfills me because I like all this stuff I got around here. I like setting it up. I like messing with the doohickeys and the lights and the camera and the focus and, and mics and stuff. I like doing that. So this, this, I know it's man, I understand for you, but it also helps me. This is doing something from myself. So four things again, number one, I'm looking at my notes. That's right. Counseling, man, I understand you need to get some counseling probably. And because it helped me. Number two, don't forget about community. Get around other people. Do something for somebody else. Number three, health and fitness. Work out uh, and make sure you eat right. Sure, have a good meal every once in a while with that one splurge, but maintain your health. And number four, do something for yourself. You are in you, you're not necessarily I won't say you're entitled to have all of everything of what you want, but you need to take care of you every once in a while, plan it and make it happen. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope your gentlemen or men or whatever, or whoever's listening to it. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this five episode mini series or season, if you will, of man, I understand the next thing that I will be doing. If you would like uh, is I'm going to be interviewing a couple of the men, that have walked through some of the same things I've walked through and just kind of get their perspective on what they've learned and how they've overcome uh, going through the divorce portion. Now, if there's anything that else that you'd like for me to cover here, talk about or with somebody else, uh, make sure that you comment in the comment section of the video platform that this is on or leave me a message. You can go to the, my Facebook page, man. I understand. Leave me a message. If there's something you want to talk about and don't be sure to listen to us on Spotify, uh, and just check out, uh, my, uh, my, uh, podcast. Don't want to know why I'm stuttering. Um, but also don't forget my sponsors, Paxton chiropractic, 918-946-1464 and simply to list catering. 918-902-5517 La ladies and gentlemen and my men don't forget it's your boy Patrick Thompson and man I understand Redirection Direct Media Productions